Welcome to the My Home, My Mission podcast, a conversation about life at the intersection of faith and family. Welcome back to the My Home, My Mission podcast. This is Jordan, and I'm not joined by Pastor Chris today because this is a little bit different podcast than we normally put out. Normally, Pastor Chris and I will talk about issues surrounding home and family, and it's usually about 20 minutes or so. This one's going to be about twice that long. It's a a special, it's it's from a special night we had over in our student ministry. It was a Valentine's midweek worship where students were able to submit questions they had about dating and marriage. And Pastor Dylan gathered a, a panel of married couples, and I was one of those uh, married couples, me and my wife, Carolyn, and we answered a bunch of those questions. So it was really interesting and fun and just a really good time. And we thought it would be a a really neat thing to put out on the My Home, My Mission podcast so that you could hear it too. And so here it is, the interview, the uh, panel discussion from our midweek Valentine's worship night in our student ministry. Enjoy. All right, guys. So for a few weeks, we've had you guys putting questions in a box about relationships and dating. And I've been telling you guys for uh, an extended period of time now that I had some couples that I wanted to introduce to you. So I want to introduce you to some of my friends. I'm going to ask them, each couple, if they'll introduce themselves and tell you how long that they have been married. So you guys know me and Miss Holly. Miss Holly and I will have been married for five years in January coming up. So we just hit our four-year anniversary. We'll go, we'll go with our next, our next oldest now. Next, yep, yeah, yeah. No, because no, we're the no, no, youngest. No, no. The next oldest, older than us. Am I introducing us? Are you introducing us? Or? Yo, you, you can, did you yeah, already you introduce can us? No, I did, did not. Did he introduce us? Okay. <laughs> I feel like I've replicated Luke Holloman and put yeah. him on the stage. Well, Jordan and Carolyn Reese. Uh, I'm, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm one of the pastors here, and she's my wife, and we've been married for 14 years, 15 years in June. I know. 15 years in June. <laughs> I don't know if he does or not. All right. And our final couple. Uh, I'm Marie Morton. I'm Albert Morton, and we've been married 62 precious years. <laughs> 62 years. So when I thought about putting this panel together, um, Marie and Elbert were actually two of the first people that came to my mind. Guys, you're going to love, if you don't know this couple, you're going to love get, to get to know this couple over the next few minutes. And Pastor Jordan, does, he is one of our pastors here. He oversees all of our discipleship. And him and Carolyn are sweet friends of mine and Holly's. And I'm just glad to have these people in the same room. So here's what I want to do next is I want you guys to hear the story of how these couples met each other and their proposal story, but the shortened version. So let's, I'm going to go, I'm going to throw it around this time. I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go from the most wise to the least wise. So Jordan, you'll go last. (laughs) 
So you guys can go first. So how did you guys meet? Mr. and Mrs. Morton? We met on a blind date, and it was uh, Marie's 16th birthday. And uh, we had uh, a party in her mother's cafe uh, after they closed that, uh, on that night. 16th birthday party. So you guys have known each other for a little while. Yeah. All right, Jordan and Carolyn, how'd you guys meet? We met in college. We were, uh, well, she had just graduated high school. I was two years in college, and I came to Rocky Mount to serve on a summer mission camp team with Carolyn. That's where we met. And Miss Holly and I, I'm from Arkansas, for those of you guys that didn't know. Uh, Miss Holly grew up right here in, right outside of Rocky Mountain, Red Oak, and we met in South America, in Ecuador, on a mission trip. So, the Lord does crazy things. He does. Yep. That was the story I was supposed to tell, right? All right, now reverse order, let's do the proposal story. Holly, you'll start. Uh, so basically, we went hiking because we loved the outdoors, and Pastor Dylan was acting super, super weird, and I was getting really upset, and then the finally he proposed to me, and then later on he told me that if I had said no, he would have pushed me off the cliff, and that's why he brought me there. <laughs> so really romantic, really romantic. Wisdom nugget number one, you've got to have a backup plan. <laughs> All right. Races. We were hiking too, y'all. That's what all the we, smart people do. We, we went to school at Liberty, and so we were up in the mountains of Virginia, and we loved to go hiking, and Pastor Jordan was acting really weird too, so, because he was carrying a ring in his pocket, and he proposed, and I said, yes, and we have some little teary pictures of us. It was a really sweet time, but yeah. Awesome. All right, Morton's. What, how do, what about the proposal? Do you remember? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, it was not romantic. <laughs> you have to understand. You have to understand. Uh, El <laughs> Pastor Dylan said, "To be honest." <laughs> I did say that. He did. Uh, we, and you have to understand where we lived at the time in the 50s. I mean, y'all weren't even thought of then, but, but the Lord had thought of you. But in the 50s, uh, the only thing we had, we were in a military town, and the only thing we had was about seven drive-in movies in the same city limits, and then about four walk-in uh, theaters. And so we would go and uh, go early to a drive-in movie, and we would go. Elbert would go get popcorn and us a drink, and we'd sit there, and and he would lean against his side of the car, and I would lean against the door on my side, and we just sat there and talked. And he said, uh, he we'd been dating about a year, and he said, I'm think I'm. I, he said I'm ready for us to move on to another step. And I said, what kind of step are you talking about? And he said, he said, well, I, I think maybe, you know, he said, we, we know we love each other. I said, yes, we do. He said, well, uh, and you got to graduate. 
And he said, so, because uh, I, was, I was 17 when, when this particular, when the proposal was done. And so I said, well, I need to graduate. And he said, yes. And he had graduated two years before me. We went to the same school. And so he said, um, I, I really, I'm really ready to get married. I said, well, I am too. He said, well, will you marry me? I said, yes. He had no ring at the time. We got the rings later, but he had no ring at the time. But it was sweet anyway. Um, it is. That's very romantic. Yeah. All right. So, you guys put some very interesting questions into the box. I'm just going to tell you. From the span of, I love tacos, to how do I get a hot girlfriend? <laughs> so, so here's what we're going to do tonight. Now that you've gotten a chance to meet these couples, what we've done is we've taken your questions and we've kind of grouped them into categories, okay? So even though we're not going to get to every individual question, what we're going to do is talk about topics that have to do with the questions that you asked. And the first topic, the first thing that we're going to look at together is a lot of you guys ask questions about when it would be okay to start dating. So we've got questions like, is dating as a teenager okay? How old should someone be to date? When do you know it's time to start dating? So all of these questions have something to do with when should I start to date? And so I want to kick this topic off with probably our couple that has a teenager at home, unless Mr. Morton. No, I'm just getting Jordan and Carolyn? Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah. us. I don't think the Mortons have a teenager in yeah. the house. I don't know. Yeah, I, I still don't believe that. That's why it took me a minute. Sorry. Ooh. Yeah. Obey your parents. All right? Yeah. So that's, that's the key. So where, where do your parents say, when do your parents say it's time? That's when it's time. Because when, when we're in our parents' home, the Bible's clear that we obey our parents. And that's the wisdom, right? what the Bible tells us, that we obey our parents. So that's kind of the baseline. That's where we start. So if mom and dad, their instruction and their wisdom to you is um, a certain time or a certain age or whatever it is, that's what, that's what you listen to. You don't want to go around that. You don't want to find tricks to get away from that. You want to go with what mom and dad say first. So that's kind of the baseline, I think. And we got a lot of parents here. I wasn't expecting to speak to the parents, but parents, listen to your children when they tell you something. Listen and listen good when they are trying to talk with you. Take the time out to talk to them. Um, I don't know that Elbert and I did a lot of that. I mean, we messed up. We messed up. My daughter's back there, and she was saying, mm-mm. Um, <laughs> 
but but listen to your children when they talk, and when because if they want to talk with you, and they're not going to somebody else to talk to, then please listen to them. And 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 it's like Pastor Jordan said, you know, first of all, um, one of the Ten Commandments is honor your father and your mother. Do that first. Yeah. Honor them. Um, they're your parents, and you need to honor them and love them, and they'll love you back. Yeah. And so, I could just to piggyback off of that a little bit, guys, that's the number one rule when we talk about dating as a teenager is, when is it okay? When is it, when is it time? When your parents tell you it is. But, guys, listen. Some of you, your parents are going to be okay with you dating earlier than others. Just because your parents are okay with you dating doesn't mean that you have to, doesn't mean that you're ready for it, and doesn't mean that it's time. You have all the time in the world ahead of you, and jumping right into something so serious like a romantic relationship is not something that should be high up on your priority list when you are young. Because we're going to talk about what the purpose is behind dating, and it's very different than what you're going to hear at school or what you're going to see on social media. And so listen to what the Bible has to say about dating and be patient. Okay? A lot of the other questions that we received had to do with what, what is the purpose of dating? Why do we even date? There were a lot of questions about what is the most important thing about relationships? How do I trust God when seeking a relationship? Is dating only for knowing and preparing for marriage? So what, what in the world is the purpose of dating anyways? So who wants to jump that one off? I'll start. Sounds great. And then Carolyn, Carolyn's going to fix what I say. She's going to take it to the next level. Somebody needs um, to. Because somebody, yeah, somebody needs to. Um, so you th think about uh, what isn't the purpose, right? So that's, that's kind of where it makes the most sense to me. What is the purpose of dating not? And that's, uh, it's not status, right? It's not uh, who can have the, who can have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend all the time or, um, who's dating who and that sort of thing it's that's not God's design in in this at all in relationships so it's not status for you right and then two it's not uh it's not recreation okay so God has a design in relationships and he has purpose in marriage and those things so whenever whenever you're thinking about dating as a teenager it's not for status it's not for recreation okay so, yeah, I think um, you have to remember, too, that you all are beloved and and know that you are worthy of a really solid relationship when it's time. And so don't rush that. It is it's worth waiting until you find a person that you are going to serve the Lord with for the rest of your life. So, you know, the ultimate purpose in dating is, is marriage. And so just really be considerate of that. It is not a game. There, there are two people involved. There are lots of feelings involved. 
It's not recreational. It's for a purpose. And so um, respect yourself knowing that, that you, you're worth a really solid relationship with your future husband and wife that you're going to serve the Lord with. Yeah. In my case, I, uh, I had dated some, some, some girls to uh, sporting events and in, in different places, but when I met Sweetie Pie over here, it, uh, I, I was actually looking for a wife. Mm-hmm. And the way I prepared for that was I already had a job. I, was, I, I didn't have the money to go to college, but I, I was learning, learning a trade, and it already uh, advanced in it uh, pretty much. And uh, we even bought a a new house trailer uh, before we got, six months before we got married. So uh, whenever we came off the honeymoon, we moved in our, in our new house. But uh, it's, everybody, like, like it's already been said, everybody's not the same. Uh, I would be sure that, that when, I, when I was dating, uh, whatever motive you got in mind, uh, the girl's going to find it out, and uh, you'll find it out also. Uh, but it's, 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 it's more of a sacred thing than what's going on in the world today. It, uh, uh, it's, it's just, uh, I think a lot of uh, parents uh, get married, and, and uh, if it don't work, then we'll just split up and go our different ways. But... Uh, that's not God's plan. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing that I wanted to make sure we mentioned. If God is not in your relationship, 99.9% of the time, it's not going to work out. Um, you know, the Bible even says not to be unequally yoked. And I mean, that's true. We see time and time and again, if your values, if you don't value the same thing, if your heart's not in the same place, it's a lot harder to get along with somebody who is imperfect and a sinner, and you're imperfect and you're a sinner. And so if God's not first, even though that's cliche, if God's not first, it's not going to work out. That's, that's right. I think it kind of goes along, too, with what we were saying before about knowing when you're ready to date. I think if you're following the Lord with all your heart and your soul and your mind and you're studying God's word, focus on that. And if someone along the way comes along the way beside you and you have that kind of common interest, common values, relationship with the Lord, then start to pay attention. So don't rush it. Just follow the Lord. That should be your number one priority, especially in high school. I mean, I just think that's so, well, of course, in all of life, that should be our number one priority. But that's the focus. And then if someone happens to come along beside you that you can see a future with serving the Lord together, then that's time to pay attention. Yeah. I forgot to say, too, Carolyn was really patient because the first time I asked her to be my girlfriend, she said no. She said no. <laughs> I meant to say that earlier, but she was patient, and I was persistent. So I asked again. There we go. <laughs> These guys right here. So, guys, that's exactly... Pastor Jordan and I were talking about this the other day. Um, one of the first things he said when he was talking about what the purpose of dating is not, he mentioned status. Um, and guys, so many of relationships that happen in high school specifically 
have to do with status. I can remember in my time in high school, I thought it was so important that I had a girlfriend. Just because the people around me, that's what they put value in. And so I felt like if, if I needed to have value, I needed to have somebody that I was in a relationship with, and specifically somebody who was popular. And you see that so often in relationships in, in middle school or in high school where people are just pursuing status in the middle of a relationship and they're not seeking God's plan. God created all human relationships. And God designed marriage specifically where he would get the most glory and honor. And dating is only for the purpose of getting married. And so if you are not in a place where that's even a consideration for you, then you probably need to consider not pursuing a relationship. I, just as Carolyn was saying about somebody coming alongside of you, I, even in growing in my faith in Jesus, I thought, man, I, I want a wife, I, I want a family in the future. I, that's something that I want for myself, and I would try to go on dates and stuff, and it just seemed like it wasn't, like it wasn't working at every avenue. And I'd come to the conclusion that I was just going to move to South America and live in the mountains with this indigenous tribe and be single for the rest of my life. But the moment that happened, but, but the Lord had to show me that what I was seeking was not of him. When he continued to shut door after door after door after door after door, instead of pursuing a relationship, I began to pursue him more closely. And the moment I began to pursue him more closely, I ended up a redneck Arkansas boy. <laughs> traveling, traveling to South... Listen... Traveling to South America, getting on an airplane for the first time, and meeting Holly. I couldn't have planned that. I wasn't looking for that when, when I went overseas, but the Lord, once he got me to where he wanted me, then it was time. And when it was time, it was well worth the wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, in talking about the purpose of dating being for marriage, a lot of the other questions that we received had to do with arguing. Why do people date anyways if they're going to fight and then leave each other? Is too much arguing an issue? We got a lot of questions relating to arguing and fighting in a relationship. And so, talk about, guys, for just a second. <laughs> Maybe I should have finished my sentence first, Miss Marie. <laughs> Uh, uh, go. Well, first of all, if you argue all the time that you're dating, that's a red flag. I don't care whether it's the guy or the girl. It's a red flag. And you watch out for your red flags when you're dating, when you're dating, uh, a, you know, if you're you know, a girl or a boy, you, you, you just be careful and, and watch out for those, uh, you know, little things, little things. But arguing should not be one of the things that you are interested in doing while you're dating someone. Uh, just, you know, just uh, you know, <laughs> tell them it's over and just move on. You know, just <laughs> get on with it. But, but you need not, to not burn no bridges now. If you burn bridges, because you're going to meet up with that guy or that girl another time. So you, you don't, don't burn no bridges you know, break up respectfully and, and, you know, be nice about it. But, yeah. but and, you know, yeah, still be friends. But 
So, move, move on. It ain't worth it. You're wasting your energy arguing. So too much arguing is a problem. And, but, but I, I don't know about Holly and I, but these other two couples up here, they're perfect and they don't ever argue, right? Y'all, we argue and we do. <laughs> That's real. It's real life, y'all. It's real life because you're going to face disagreement. You're two different people. You're going to have different opinions on different things. And I think there's such a thing as healthy argument where you kind of share each other's sides to kind of help each other understand what's going on. But at the end of the day, loving each other is a choice. And it's mm-hmm. something that we, in, you know, in our marriage, we value that. You know, we, divorce is not an option for us. And so we're going to fight for that. And there's going to be times where I am angry at Jordan. You know, we might have a disagreement. Jordan might be angry at me. (laughs) But at the end of the day, we still love each other because that's what we've chosen to do. Um, Well, actually... I agree with you on that, but there, we, I thought we were talking about the, no, da- we are. the dating part. It's two different part. things, yeah. yeah. It's two different two things. Okay. We had our first real argument on our honeymoon. Now, yeah. So we, we yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to tell you all. So we, if we argued while we were dating, it was like, yeah, like, which is better, the regular Chick-fil-A sandwich or the spicy chicken sandwich? Stuff like that, right? But when we're on our honeymoon, uh, Carolyn doesn't like being out on a, on a boat that rocks and stuff like that. Like she has kind of an issue with that. So I talked her into getting this. So we're in Jamaica, right? So they have these little um, boats, like pontoon catamaran things. Yeah, it's like a little mini sailboat. I had no idea what I was doing. But I got us out pretty far. Um, far enough that we couldn't just get off of the boat and walk, right, or swim. It's far enough. And the wind stopped. So we're sitting there in the ocean and kind of doing this thing right here. And the very first time I saw Carolyn get angry at me, she did that day. So we started learning how to argue our first day, well, I guess the second day we were married. So... um, (laughs) Arguing and disagreement is part of marriage. It's part of, um, if you have brothers and sisters in here, you argue, right? You have disagreements, and you love them, okay? So whenever you're married, you're going to have arguments and disagreements, but you always, always do it as to a person you love. You've chosen to fight. You've chosen to fight. I mean, fight for the marriage, I mean. You've chosen... (laughs) to work hard at loving them. That's what you do. So, but yes, in a dating relationship, arguing all the time, that means when you get married, it's going to be horrible. So you want to make sure you do watch those red flags. So, yes. That's good. Are you saying that the lady is always supposed to win? That's great (laughs) advice. That's great advice. Cut his mic. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? <laughs> yeah. Y'all hear that? One more <laughs> no. time for the people. Don't make me answer questions like that. So, <laughs> skip right through that one. Um, man, I, I love that. Miss Marie, I love what you said because if, if there is constant argument at the, from the beginning, from the jump, when you're dating somebody, if all you ever do is argue, then there's probably something that's not right there. And... The thing, 
about it is, no matter how perfect a relationship or a couple look from the outside, guys, one of the things that we have to remember is always true, is that we've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory, and every one of us are sinners. And that means that we're going to hurt even those we love. And so there are going to be times, there's so many times, that I do really dumb things, and Miss Holly and I get in fights. But the difference is, just as Carolyn and Jordan were just talking about, is that we've chosen to love each other. And so one of the things that was, I think, most difficult for us from the beginning when we first got married is we communicate so differently, very differently. I talk all the time. I tell everything. I just, I, I have, like, everything just comes out. Yeah, I was going to say something else that, yeah. Um, and Miss Holly, you don't communicate that way. And... <laughs> She likes, she likes to hold things in. She's more reserved. She likes to Although think about Although you guys see a different more. side on Wednesday nights. That's hype, Miss Holly. When I'm at home, I, I want peace and quiet. I want, <laughs> like, none of this. So, yeah, we're definitely different in our communication styles. And from the jump, like, even when we were dating, we didn't, like, argue about our communication styles because you're in love you're dating then you get married and you're like oh I'm stuck with this person I'm gonna have to figure out how to communicate because like you guys said divorce is not an option at that point it was like okay we're gonna have to sit down and duke this out and figure out you communicate this way and I communicate this way but how do we make this work yeah yeah and and I'm sure you guys can speak to that way more than we can because we've only been married for four years, but I've learned so much about the way that Holly communicates through our arguing, like when we disagree about something, and we've just had to get to the point where we'll just sit down after an argument like, okay, what did I do wrong? What did you do wrong? How can we communicate about this? How can we work through this? What do you need from me? What, what do I need from you? And work at it because we, we love each other. It's called growing. Yeah. And your marriage is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So, in addition to the arguing questions. Let me say yeah. one thing. Yes, you. sir. Instead of, if you go out and you're interested in one another, uh, instead of arguing, get you a little notepad and keep in your pocket somewhere where, you know, it'll be hit from each other and just put down a flag at whatever. Uh, and then if you do happen to, uh, the Lord bless you to marry each other, then you'll know what to stay away from after you get married. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it'll work out better. I hope you heard that. I think that's really good, though, y'all, because dating is, if you are dating, it is important to, know, to get to know that person because, you are kind of evaluating them to see, are you, do, is this somebody I want to spend a lot of time with? And so that's yeah. a really important part of dating, I think, is to kind of evaluate. But in order to evaluate, y'all have to be in God's word to see what God says about the kind of person you want to marry. What kind of husband do you want to have? What kind of wife do you want to have? And that's, you know, the only foundation that we have as believers is God's word. So you've yeah. got to be in God's word to know what to even look for in a spouse. Yeah. Man, that's good. So as our time comes close to an end, the conversation that I'd like for us to end on is about love. Because the way that the world 
communicates love and what love is. And the way that God's Word communicates love and what love is are two completely different things. And so we got a lot of questions like, how do I know that I'm in love with somebody? And how do I stop overthinking that? Or when do I know that it's getting serious? All of these things that have to do with, am I in love with this person? Is this really love? I hear that so much with teenagers. Am I in love with this person? Or as soon as two people meet each other, I love you so much. I love you. I'm always going to love you. I'm going to love you now and forever. So the way that I want us to, to bring this conversation to a close is to talk about what is love? All right, I, I'm going to risk losing about half of our audience here. Um, <laughs> my youth pastor used to say this, um, whenever we'd go to camp and things like that, and one of the students would come up and tell him, I think I love so-and-so, he would say, that's just gas from the pizza we <laughs> ate that day, because that's not what love is. <laughs> he was right. Uh, not about the gas, but <laughs> he was right about that's not love because a lot of times we think love is how we feel about somebody when we get the butterflies. When, um, when we, uh, we're thinking about them all the time and that sort of thing, when it's new and that sort of thing, that's kind of part of how God designs us to get to that point maybe, um, the attraction and that sort of thing. But the Bible tells us that love is not a feeling. Love is an action. So love is something that we do, not something that we feel. So love's a choice. We choose to love our spouse even whenever we get angry or whenever we find out stuff about them later that wasn't so attractive, <laughs> right? So we find that out, and I'm talking about you're finding stuff out about me, um, <laughs> of course. So uh, as a teenager... As a junior high or high schooler, and you're thinking about what is love, how do I know all this stuff? Well, first of all, if it's a feeling, that's not it, okay? It's a, yeah. it's a choice. And I'll, I'll illustrate it just real quick with something that's happened in our life. We, we got a, uh, like a lot of people during COVID, we got a puppy. Your puppy lot, was not like a lot of people's puppy. <laughs> yeah, so our, do, our dog Tucker, he's a beagle, and he's terrible, He's so bad. He's so bad. But he's really cool. He's great. But here's the thing. There were a lot of times where when he was uh, like under a year old that he did really bad stuff. And I just thought in the back of my mind, like, what if I just accidentally left the gate open? I mean, it wouldn't be a big deal. It would be, he'd be fine. Somebody would find him. All that kind of stuff. But, but no, we decided we made a commitment when we picked him up. We chose that he was going to be ours, and we were going to take care of him. We were going to love him. So it was a choice that we made. It wasn't a feeling because I had bad feelings, <laughs> right? So, and that uh, wasn't the gas. <laughs> that was not. So with, um, with a person you're dating, whenever you lo love them, you're going to have good feelings, Carolyn and I had great feelings for each other. We loved each other. We were attracted to each other, all that stuff. But 
15 years later in marriage, and how, I don't know how long we've known each other, longer than that, a lot longer than that, um, it's a daily choice that we love each other. And sometimes it's a hard choice, and sometimes it's an easy choice, but it's always a choice. Yeah, that's good. Guys, if I could say one thing to you, <clears throat> if, when you get, get your spouse and get married, always have the last word. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Whenever um, you start dating, whenever that is, whenever, and I agree, parents need to make that decision for you. Some, some, some teenagers are m much more mature than other teenagers. Uh, I don't know that, you know, what the limit would be or whatever, but um, when, when you are dating this particular guy and you know him real well, you've met his family, you've been dating three or four months, uh, and you're dating him six months or seven months, uh, six months you should know how you feel about the, whoever. I'm saying guys and girls, but you know what I mean. You know, you, you'll know when you feel like this might be it, it might be. But then think about you, you gotta, if you've got to finish high school and then you got to college and go through all of that, it's a long time, uh, you know, in between. But, but really, um, date this guy long enough to get to know him and make sure that he, he's respectful to you. You guys need to be respectful to these girls. You really do. Amen. But you really, you really need to respect what, whoever you're dating or uh, girls in general. Uh, I'm from the old school. Albert and I both are from, and we are old, but we're, we're from... The, the age of black and white TVs. Yeah. <laughs> and no phone of no kind. So, um, it's, so we go way back, and that's the first thing that we learned was to uh, be respectful to the guys, be respectful to girls, yeah. and the girls be, you know, to respect the guys. Yeah. Uh, and if they're not worthy of the respect, then you don't need to bother with them. Yeah. Just move on. There'll be, God will send you someone else, but you need to go to God and ask God. And first of all, for you to have a relationship, you need to have a relationship with God first. Yeah. And then God's uh, Holy Spirit will just lead you to the right person right. Uh, down the road. Yep. It's, it's, it's like uh, Pastor Dylan said, he waited and waited and, you know, and he just decided, you know, and it'll happen before you it know it. So yeah. be real careful whenever you are uh, showing disrespect to girls yeah. or, or girls you showing disrespect to guys and calling names and being ugly. Yeah. Just, just, just think about it. Well, this, I wish this conversation could carry on all night um, because I could listen to these the wisdom from these two couples just for Holly and I only been married for four years um, yeah girls and guys remember love never works until you give it away
Mm. Okay? Yeah. Think about that on your way home. Love is not happiness. So many relationships in high school where you're telling each other you love each other, you're in love, all this stuff, it's because the other person's making you happy. And when that ends, for most people, the feelings begin to end. There are days when Miss Holly is not happy with me. But she chooses to love me because that love is not tied to happiness. The love is a commitment that we've made to each other that we're not going to stop. So when you're thinking about dating, when you're thinking about relationships, when you're thinking about love, the main thing that you guys need to leave here with tonight is don't let social media, don't let the world, don't let your friends influence the way that you think about love, the way that you think about dating, and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, because God's Word has plenty of wisdom to let you know how you need to conduct yourself in a relationship. And that's where you go first. So guys, if you will, why don't you join me in thanking these couples for joining us tonight. Thank you for joining us for the My Home, My Mission podcast. If today's episode was helpful to you, please subscribe, share it with a friend, and rate us on iTunes to make it easier for others to find us. If you would like to contact Chris or Jordan, you can email us at home at inglewoodbaptist.com. Home.